Yo, what up? This your boy Ken of Stones, aka Coffee Weezin. This your boy DOE, Good Brother Bowl. And we are the Dirty Hills. You already know, man, you tuning in to 1130 Podcast. Not 730, but 1130. Dude, dude, that's my job. Not 730, but 1130. Yeah. And you have been Dirty Hills Approved. You're now listening to the 1130 Podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, 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 what it do, everybody? It's your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. Y'all already know what it is. Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. What's good, everybody doing out there? We back at it here for some Talk Pro Wrestling. Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all across the world, wherever you may be at, Germany, Canada, the States, Chicago, D.C., wherever you may be at. Thank you for joining me back here for Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Yes, subscribe to the 1130 Podcast YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button down below. Like it, leave a comment, and do all that great stuff. And uh, don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, like I said, man, the weekend is upon us, and it's time for Talk Pro Wrestling. I got an awesome guest that's joining me back here on Talk Pro Wrestling uh, this week, you guys. My guy, my gully, my gully. He's joining me. Yes, he's coming back here on the 1130 podcast. We're going to chop it up. All things wrestling this week, for real. Uh, before we do, shout out my guest who was on last week, Warren Barlow and Blackheart from Commission. For real, thank you guys for coming on the show. Speaking of the show, let's get into it. We ain't going to waste no more time. My gully, man, what's going on with you, bro? I'm doing well, doing blessed. Um, hope everybody's having a wonderful day, having a wonderful evening wonderful stroll to the park one day on the sunny many side of may even though outside it's not may looking like it's may it's not may but <laughs> other than that i can't wait to talk pro wrestling because i do have a lot uh, if you also want to uh find me uh also you can subscribe to my youtube channel which is mount Gooley. that's m-a-l-c G-O-O-L-I-E and you can also follow me on Twitter and also on Instagram as well um, I also have a, a secondary channel which is the Spotlight Sports Network which I do work for a lot of amazing people over there and we do have a wrestling podcast show called the Ruthless Attitude Podcast which is held every Friday night on YouTube at 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock where we just talk about wrestling through the week and the most intriguing topics that um that be popping up on this week of wrestling or last week or we also do top tens we do it all on that on that show so yeah make sure you guys give that a look because uh you don't want to miss what we have in store uh for our next episode okay man i've been checking you out man you've been killing it man you've been killing it and grinding hard it's been a long time since i had you on the podcast how life been treating you life's been uh been fantastic life's been good and new job factory job um just everything's just going full full of circle um okay. just blessed at this point hey that's what's up that's what's up you gotta stay blessed man before we got on air we was talking a little bit about uh the uh nba draft uh excuse me the trade deadline that just took place and you were not too satisfied that the chicago bulls did uh did not do anything or didn't do too much in it yeah, I was a little bit upset, but, you know, um, after listening to what Arthur said, uh, it kind of makes sense that we didn't do anything. 
But at least there's good news as a Bears fan. The fact that Chicago could get Devontae Adams, could uh, the Bears could get Devontae Adams, could also put a big, big smile on my face. The fact as long as we don't have to trade a first-round pick or, or two to get him, I will be perfectly fine with that. So right. at least there's some light at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> hey, I dig it. I dig it, man, for real. Uh, the sports right now where, you know, uh, the Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, any predictions who you you know who you, who you think gonna win between Cincinnati I, and uh, the Rams? Personally, I'm gonna be happy regardless on who wins the Super Bowl as long as Green Bay is not in it. I think everybody that uh, listens from Chicago can understand that. So um, the fact of uh, oh God, if Matthew Stafford wins, I get to laugh at Lions fans. If Cincinnati wins, I get to laugh at the whole entire league. But um, either way, I'm just going to be happy regardless for both teams. Both teams have had an astounding season, especially um, the Rams went all in and nobody, and I mean nobody, expected Joe Joe Burrow to his second year in the NFL, and he is is in the Super Bowl. It's just amazing. I think he just won up Patrick Mahomes. Shoot, he beat Patrick Mahomes to even get to this point. So, um, personally, I would, I want to say spoiler because I have this funny feeling Sean McVay is going to overlook Cincinnati, and I think Cincinnati would probably win, I'm going to say, 30 to potentially 20. Cincinnati wins their first title. Joe Burrow uh, becomes, uh, becomes the man, ones up Patrick Mahomes, and he will get. Hey, uh, if Mahomes is getting half a billion, almost uh, a billion, I think Joe Burrow will probably get more than what Patrick Mahomes is getting if he wins the Super Bowl. Okay. Hey, that's what's up, man. I don't know, man. I, I say uh, the Los Angeles Rams may take it though, but hey, it can go both ways. It can go both ways. But uh, enough of sports talk, man. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend and enjoyed the Super Bowl and. And stuff like that. But we're going to get into some wrestling, you guys. Uh, start it off, man. Um, trending topics in uh, pro wrestling. But like I said, we're going to start it off uh, what took place uh, this past Wednesday. Um, we had the debut uh, in All Elite Wrestling of Keith Lee. Keith Lee is now All Elite Wrestling. Um, this kind of got, I'm going to say this kind of got, it got spoiled for me. A little bit because I try to tell myself don't go on social media, but I didn't I, I didn't look at the picture, but I knew who it was, man. It was a big dude. I was like, ah, that's Keith Lee, ah, but I ain't gonna look. But you know, Keith Lee made his debut on AEW Dynamite. How did you feel about this uh, uh, surprise debut and the future for Keith Lee? But the future for Keith Lee, um, I love I love the fact I'm I'm a big fan of Keith Lee. I'm so happy to see him again uh not only just not only on my tv but also just wrestling and he's finally free from his his prison he's no longer a bear cat he is now limitless as he should have been his whole wwe main roster run but we all know how that went down there and personally um me and uh, a few other people thought that um, besides Keith Lee, there was a lot of people saying Shane McMahon. There was a lot of people that were saying, uh, personally, I thought it was going to be Johnny Gargano, to be honest with you. I thought it was going to be Johnny. Um, some people also uh, said, uh, I've already said Shane. So you got Shane, um, 
Bray Wyatt. There's a talk about Bray Wyatt coming to AEW, which is still up in the air. But personally, um, Keith Lee coming to AEW, I'm fine with it. But I still believe that AEW has a um, too many people as it is, and I'm afraid some of their uh, younger talent is lost on shuffle. But but at the same time, we do have AEW Dark and we do have AEW Rampage to fill the void. So um, with Keith Lee um, going to AEW, I thought he was going to go to Impact. But hey, AEW is good for him. He had a tremendous match against Isaiah Cassidy, and um, he looked good. He looked great, and I'm so happy that he's going to be a part of the uh, the brass ring ladder match, which um, I think Revolution is. I don't know when Revolution will be, but I will be doing play by play on that. And as for Ke- the future for Keith Lee, he just got married. Congratulations to him uh, and Mia Yim. Um, Keith Lee, the future for Keith Lee in AEW, personally, TNT champion or world heavyweight champion. But only time will tell. So Keith Lee is all elite, and I am all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm definitely all for it. When I seen it and, you know, just his emotions, uh, when when he came down the ramp, you could tell he was just back in wrestling. You know, uh, when he was in (laughs) WWE and they put that whole Bearcat gimmick on him that 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 was not it he was not feeling it nor was he feeling the fact that his wife Mia Yim who had a great run or who was having a great run in NXT and now she got called up to retribution that fell oh god we don't talk about I know I know I don't even want to talk about it myself <laughs> but it felt so flat on his face and she didn't belong in it whether she was the only woman in the group that was that was that but you know I, 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 I'm just so excited to see him where he's happy. And like you just mentioned, about a week ago, he did get married. So things are looking up for him right now. And I just, I think WWE took a big loss, a big L when they let a lot of, a lot of guys go, but certainly Keith Lee. And also speaking of this too, cause nobody uh, brings this up. I don't know if you brought this up, but uh, Remember, also, we haven't seen Keith Lee for, like, over, what, like, a year? And all of because Vince, uh, they want Keith Lee to lose weight. And it kind of makes me laugh in a way because I'm like, Keith Lee is doing things. When he was in WWE, he was doing things that cruiserweights could do. Mm-hmm. So when you have a big man like that, representing the big men, okay, uh, <laughs> they can do moonsaults and all these other tri- tricks that a cruiserweight can do, that's pretty impressive. Keith Lee doesn't have a weight problem, but we can put Otis on there as well. But Otis is, is I think Otis is more bigger than Keith Lee, in my opinion. But, um, well, in the weight category, but it's just so funny. And then the fact that Vince wanted to own his government name. Shout mm-hmm. out to my friend Key in the building. Government name. Uh, and lately, Vince been trying to own everybody's government name for some reason. Just like he tried to own Walter's government name. And now came up with that Gunter. Oh, God. I don't want to. Okay. But yeah. Other than that, yeah. I mean, WWE did drop the ball with Keith Lee. And um, he's somewhere where he's happy. He, there's no constriction on him. There's no creative genius that could let him on the, his first night and um, first night on the main roster and loses to your world champion. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's great impact right there. Just, just very inspiring. Also, um, losing to Randy Orton, um, 
yeah. And then beating Randy Orton at payback, which I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Right? Start. Then we don't see him. Um, he, I don't even think he had a championship. I mean, he had the NXT title, but I don't think he even in the North American, but I don't think he even have a main roster title, which yeah. was another, which is another thing. Like, Vince, hello, you, you want a star? Here's your yeah. star. Yeah, exactly. And and remember what happened at Survivor Series where, you know, he came down as the sole survivor against Roman Reigns, you know, that, yes. whole, that whole moment was like, yeah, you're going to be a big star, like, see you down the road. And obviously, you know, the road was cut short, <laughs> you know, mm. with that. So, and obviously, like you mentioned, you know, WWE or Vince McMahon trying to own, you know, their government names. Uh, yeah, that's so when they leave WWE, they really can't make a buck. You know, or it's hard for them to make a buck, you know, elsewhere, you know, without the, that WWE name that, you know, they were given and stuff or just had while they were in WWE. But yeah, uh, that's that. But uh, AEW was off the chain. That was not only uh, it. We seen Jay White debut uh, on um, uh, M, uh, excuse me, uh, AEW uh, this past week. And we also seen him with the Bullet Club on uh, Impact Wrestling. I love what the Bullet Club is doing right now. I thought it was a real... I actually thought it was Kenny Omega, though. Um, what's your thoughts on uh, Jay White making his uh, uh, debut? Um, to be honest with you, I was speechless when we uh, when we did the play-by-play -play commentary uh, on Wednesday. We were very, very... I was very, very speechless because I was like, Is that... No! No! It can't be! It can't be! And it was Jay White, and I was... Oh, and I love the fact that the Bullet Club are an impact. I love the fact that they got Chris Bay. Um, yes. I mean, and, but but here's the, another thing too. You know, uh, with JY, JY, um, I believe obviously the leader of the new Bullet Club. I think this is the fourth or fifth rendition of the Bullet Club. I could be wrong, but yeah, I, I like Jay White. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. I love the fact that he'd be recruiting people from the Bullet Club. I mean, Adam Cole. Um, saying he was the one that made the phone call without the Young Bucks uh, consent, which I thought was a lot. I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. They're setting up pieces because I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a thing. And I'm now remember, you hear this from me. I believe, I believe at the end of the year, we are going to get team, the undisputed, let's say the undisputed dragon club versus all elite now when okay. i say all elite i'm talking omega and the bucks and if and i think this could happen too because you know a lot of things that happen in in the span of a year i think finn balor gets off from his contract from wwe comes back home with, joins omega and the young bucks i know this is just wishful thinking and boom gets control of his baby back his his bullet club because this is his group to begin with so you can see the bullet club literally and fighting with each other you can see all these dream matches here from new japan and aew like the good brothers versus the gorillas of uh destiny you got chris bay versus um chris bay versus um oh my goodness um can't think of his name right now uh he be with um be with the super elite he always be spraying uh brandon, spraying them brandon cutler brandon, brandon cutler. cutler yeah like you could see uh the young bucks versus 
the red dragons which i not going to lie i still want to see really really want to see it is going to be incredible I, I, and then shoot you never know kenny omega versus adam cole and and the coup de grace uh no pun intended to finn finn balor versus um jay white for control of the bullet club <laughs> full full control hey. <laughs> fantasy booking i would definitely like that especially where uh finn balor is at right now ever since you know he came back up to nxt had the match with roman reigns he came the demon for uh one night it just loses yeah it, it's just it's not going uh really well uh with finn but would definitely hope to uh, definitely hope to see that. Um, while we while we still on AEW, um, one thing that took place last night that I thought it was very very interesting. I talked about it here on the podcast before. Uh, we started uh, Dynamite off with MJF coming out there. Actually, well, Warlow coming out there with cut up cardboards of MJF. You know, on top of CM Punk and beating him the prior week in Chicago. Now, Warlow did not get no music. But out come Sean Spears, out come FTR. They got music and stuff like that. And MJF, you know, acknowledge them and everything. But your main guy who's been right there by your side, you sort of kind of like throwing them under the bus. But nonetheless, that's not the story. The story was that uh, CM Punk wanted the rematch. He wanted a rematch against MJF. And MJF said, yo, you can get your rematch as long as you just don't pick the two dorks beside you. Uh, Darby Allen or Sting. Now, I said on the podcast before, uh, CM Punk doesn't really have any friends. And at least that's what it's shown to be on AEW. And the only people he has teamed with has been Darby Allen and Sting, which they won their matchup. Now, when MJF said, yo, you know, find a partner, I was like, mm, I don't know what partner he could find, though. And he found the partner in John Moxley. Now, I don't know if you know, and I don't know if anybody else thought of this. Well, the last time CM Punk, before he came back to wrestling, the last person he was wrestling was The Shield. It was Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. So I thought it was so, you know, kind of cool that he said, yo, you know, reach back into his back pocket, you know, back in 2014 and called up John Moxley to be his tag team partner. Uh, did you thought of that? Any thoughts of any thoughts of that? Originally, um, I did not expect John Moxley to be the partner. Mm -hmm. This is who I did expect because he's still in AEW. You know, he's not on there as much. I thought, I, I thought, no, <laughs> I thought they were going to do and reunite the Second City Saints. I thought CM Punk's partner was going to be Colt Cabana. Oh, and oh. and if it was Colt, I was going to flip out because I'm like, oh, the Second City Saints up. And I also thought also thought if they do this, Colt Cabana joins uh, the Pinnacle, leaves. Um, um, the, oh, Thank you. The Dark Order. And joins the pinnacle, and just literally all of his frustration in real life with Punk comes out, and then we get Punk versus Cabana. Then we get probably a double or nothing CM Punk versus MJF. But when I heard "Wow thing," um, I was like, "Okay, John." Mar yeah. I, I thought John was gonna turn heel, but because you know the whole thing with Brian Danielson. But either way, this works too. Um, 
this works too for both for both i mean i love i love john moxley nothing will ever change that mm. Lo love john moxley everything that he does there's nothing that that man can and cannot do but i did not expect john moxley the match was was great and now yeah. punk gets his revenge personally i don't know where revolution is going to take place i hope if if booked right I hope it was in Long Island because if it was, it would be great for Punk to beat MJF in Long Island. Now that I would love to see. But as for uh, Warlow um, is concerned, Warlow to me, um, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. I yeah. think it will happen. Personally, I think it needs to happen when MJF, probably at double or nothing, beats Adam Hangman Page for the World Heavyweight title. And his first opponent, MJF's first opponent, should be Warlow. That's when it needs oh. to happen. Okay. I'm all down for that. I'm definitely all down for that. I can see it definitely, you know, coming. And when he, when he turns, it's, it's, it's going to be something. Oh, know, the crowd is, is going to be popping hard for it. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. Another thing I cannot wait to see uh, next week on Dynamite. Uh, this past week, Santana and Ortiz uh, laid out a challenge to Chris Jericho and Jake Yeager and say, yo, man, um, I'm tired of you uh, holding us back. I talked about this also because I feel like Santana and Ortiz, I haven't followed, I did not follow these guys before. Uh, they came, I haven't followed a lot of AEW superstars before they came or before, you know, AEW uh, was on TV. You know, I was just a WWE guy. I ain't going to be no shame to admit it. <laughs> but nonetheless, I really like these guys, Santana and Ortiz. And I felt like they have not got a fair shot uh, at the World at the world Tag Team Championships when Santana Ortiz blames Jericho for their shortcomings. Um, do you feel like this is the right move to split the inner circle up and let all of them um, spread their wings on their own? I think it's uh, time for the inner circle to to just break up or disband for right now uh, because there's nothing really left for them to do. I mean, the only thing you could do is have them face the Dark Order, but uh, the Dark Order is not that really big of a group right now. Well, not that big of a group for to take for the Inner Circle. I mean, what else can you do? I mean, they, I thought that after the Pinnacle, I'm like, okay, where can you go from here? Where can we go from here? Santana and Ortiz, I followed them all the way before they were called Pride and Powerful. Combat Zone Wrestling fans should know this. Um, they were uh, formerly known as EYFBO, um, won a, a former CZW Tag Team Champions, uh, defeating the Hit Squad. Um, and that's a, that, that's a feat other than itself. They go to Impact. They join um, Homicide for the new uh, improved LAX. And I think I don't have to... Remind everybody, you know, their their time in uh in impact I loved, especially when they were the new uh improvement, a new not improvement, new version of LAX, and then their uh feud with the OGs, which I also like too, because Santana and Ortiz are very very um and uh very very good tag team. I think um it's long it's a little long overdue, just like Jurassic Express. Thank God they won the belts. I was happy when that happened, but. Yeah, I think um, just like them, um, Private Party, uh, who else? The Hybrid too. There's a lot of tag teams in AEW that I think that deserve, you know, those belts. But out of all of them, 
uh, every nobody deserves it more than the, than the current tag team champions, which is Jurassic Express. But I wouldn't mind seeing um, Pride and Powerful being the ones to take the belts off of uh, um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. And as for uh, the Inner Circle ads itself, I think it's time. I'm happy that Guevara was the first person to lay his vest down because I think um, he's already, you know, the, the man. I mean, he's the undisputed TNT champion. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's good. Santana Ortiz can focus as a tag team. Uh, you have, um, you have um, Sammy Guevara focusing as a singles competitor. Now, the only two members I believe that can still work as a duo is Jericho and Hagar. I, I believe those two can still be a tag team and still work together. So, um. Yeah, something like that. Would love to see. Um, I'm happy. I think it's time. Inner Circle, it's it's time. Even though I was at an AEW show in Indianapolis and we were robbed of Judas, but <laughs> neither here or there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's time, man. I think it's time. It's gonna come. Um, but before we move on, you guys, to uh, to some other uh, wrestling news and uh, trending topics. Um, how do you feel about Hangman Adam Page title run? Um, it seems like uh, the last couple of matches that he's been having, great matches. Obviously, the one Kenny Omega, uh, well, he wasn't champion at that point, but the one with Daniel Bryan, and, you know, great, great matches, though. But it seems, though, when he got to put the title on the line, uh, it got to be a bloodbath. You know, it seems like it, they, they got to go the extra mile. It's just, to me, I don't know. I mean, the matches are great, but it's just, I don't know. I just want to see him just wrestle with a straight-up match. I don't know. How, how do you feel about his title run right now? And so far, I've been that he had with uh, Lance Archer also. Um, his title reign so far, I like it so far. Um, winning the belt, I was happy. Um, did that play by play. Um, happy. Now the Brian Danielson per, uh, part of it, I liked the matches, but I didn't agree with the fact of of turning Brian Danielson heel to do it. Because mm -hmm. personally, I still I thought at the time they were gonna do an Iron Man match between uh between those two but that didn't happen so i'm like okay so no iron man match uh but we we get a 60 minute match and doesn't even go 60 minutes their second uh match but it became a blood 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 bath and um it was it was still good i mean the matches are great i mean his title reign has been has been average it's like above average it's been b at that, and as for his match with Lance Archer, because I'm a big, huge fan of death matches, I'm sorry. Something about when a man or a human body goes through a table, thumbtacks, getting stabbed in the eye with a fork. I don't know. That's that's adrenaline for me. Because uh, every time on Wednesdays uh, when we uh, live stream AEW, and if there is a death match involved, the the spotlight's on me because I be the one that be over with the. What did I say yesterday? Oh, a ch oh, a choke slam to the, to uh, the trash can, Jesus! And, uh, like, uh, like stuff like that. So, um, inner Joey Styles in the making here. But, um, yeah, it was a very, very, uh, very, very good match. And the fact that Adam Page can, uh, he can bleed, he can bleed. Now, Lance Archer, on the other hand, I think it was kind of funny after, um. He goes through the plain glass window. Uh, he's just bleeding on one side. Yeah. He looked like Two-Face. And I was <laughs> like, okay. He looked like a deranged Two-Face. As for Adam Heyman Page, 
He got cut from the eye. He was bleeding all over the place. And the fact that he used the referee to leverage himself oh, that yeah. buckshot Larry. Yeah. That, that right there was a ma- that was a beautiful spot. Love it. Yes, 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 yes. That was that was definitely a beautiful spot. Cause once uh once uh my guy came down and um Dan Lambert came down and took the top rope off for the buckshot, he was out of it. He was, you know, like, oh, what I'm gonna do? And the referee <laughs> bent down and gave him that huge assist. So Hey man, that was dope, man. AEW is dope. I love what they're doing, man. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm loving pro wrestling now, in, in general, man, for real. Uh, but you guys, we're having fun here, talking wrestling as you, as you hear and as you can see, with my guy McGully here on the Eleven Thirty Podcast, talk pro wrestling. We're gonna move on. Uh, McGully, what was your, what was your thoughts on the 2022 Royal Rumble? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Okay, let me say this because I gave the show a D minus. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I don't like to give shows Fs. I don't. Now, if you're saying about the whole pay-per-view, in a way, um, pay-per-view after it, it's still a D, D plus, C minus at best. But the Rumble matches themselves? Okay. Let's get down to that. Uh, the first match. Look, I love the Rumble. I love that the fact that Roman Reigns started off. But let me say this. I'm sorry. It's a title match. I get, I get it. It's a title match, and I get it. It's eight years in the making for those two. But did we really have to end the match with a dang DQ finish? I did not like the DQ finish. That's, mm-hmm. I did. I hated the DQ finish, but I did love the fact that Roman Reigns got his revenge. Actually, he got his revenge because I'm gonna get into it because uh, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna be in the zone here in a minute. Um, he, Roman Reigns picks up a chair eight years in the making and, and just to let all of you know and I'm not trying to be like that be that guy but I was there for the shield break, the, the shield debuting that happened in Survivor Series in Indianapolis where I live I was there when they broke up and also where was that Indianapolis and I was there when they reunited where was that Indianapolis so and they even talked about it when they reunited um, to take down The Miz and Braun Strowman and this. Like, Indianapolis, we have so much fun every time when we come here to this city. You were the ones that created the shield. You were the one that saw the shield die. And now you guys are seeing it being rebirthed. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not a coincidence. It's always a coincidence. It's always Indianapolis that we always... Um, it's something about this city. So, shout-outs to Seth. Um, Roman and John for bringing that up because they always love coming to Indianapolis and they would love nothing better to do anything with that. But yeah, eight years, and I love the fact that they used John Moxley as well and adding him into the build. Um, the fact that Seth came out in that Shield gear, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, all right, all right. But yeah, the DQ finish was the only thing I didn't like. Uh, what was the other goal? Now, I ain't gonna lie. I am not a big fan of Brock Lesnar. You can choke me all you guys all you want, but I am not a big fan of this Brock Lesnar. Now, 2002 to 2004 Brock, I liked, but 2000, but but this Brock Lesnar, Ghoulie don't like. I don't like it. Okay. Being shoved way too down our throats. Now, I was one of those people that didn't want to see Bobby versus Brock 
Because personally, I'd rather see Batista versus Brock because the beast versus the animal that can sell itself way better than the beast versus the almighty. But everybody wanted to see it. But until they started doing the promos and vignettes, I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe now I want to see it. Did I get my wish? Kind of. Because uh, the match ends with um, Roman coming down, spearing Brock, and Paul Heyman with the greatest heel, like a heel turn from Paul Heyman, attacks, brings the, you know, the belt to Roman, the mm -hmm. WWE title, hits Brock with it. One, two, three, Bobby wins. I'm like, okay, Bobby wins. I was happy with it, but I, at the same time, I'm like, um... So everybody that wanted to see Bobby versus Brock, this is actually the match you guys actually wanted to see? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say to them. And also, I don't like the fact, uh, when, hopefully we'll talk about the chamber, but that's another different subject. And then uh, what else did we get um, on this pay-per-view? Dewdrop versus Becky. I got to give Dewdrop credit. Got to give Drew, Dewdrop some credit. She actually did pretty well. Uh, better than I uh, – uh, than I expected against Becky, but at the end of the day, Becky with a was it a super uh Bef, uh Beth uh bottom or something like that yeah, to uh, retain, super, yeah, super Becky bottom, something like that, yeah, yeah, to retain the belt. And I was cool with that. Now, uh, what else did we get on the show? Now, now we get the Rumble matches. Uh, boy, the Rumble matches. Uh, the women, um, just happy to see Melina. Uh, Shout-outs to Sasha Banks, looking like a beautiful Sailor Moon. And I'm going to say this right now, and I think everybody can agree, Sasha Banks is the only woman in wrestling that can make the following things attractive for no reason. I, she can do um, blue hair, pink hair, red hair. She can make all hairstyles look very, you know, attractive. But this is the month. She can make anime characters very, very attractive, mm -hmm. even though a lot of people cosplay a lot, which is great. I ain't got a problem with people cosplaying, especially the females. Get to that uh, soon, but uh, but and also she can make a star, a, a stormtrooper attractive. I'm like Sasha's the only one who can make a stormtrooper look sexy. <laughs> Even though I hate Sailor Moon, I hate that anime with a passion, but. She looked cool. Melina was happy to see her, even though I didn't like the fact that she got eliminated very early. Um, like the surprise is Ivory, and I, oh my god! And the fact that Ivory came out and the right to censor get yeah, up, was, I was, was awesome. I was, I for the first time, I was actually happy to hear that warning, <laughs> even though, even though, in my opinion. The rights of censor won. If you really think about it, look. If you look at the company is today, the rights of censor won. They won. They really won. And I'm gonna say this too. Sixty where? I did not know Ivory was sixty. She does not look like she's sixty. She looks like she's forty. Mm -hmm. I'm at to the point. Ivory doesn't age. Yeah. Um, she Sasha Banks. I didn't. Sasha Banks. I didn't like that she got eliminated early. There was a few uh, women I didn't like that got eliminated early. I didn't like the fact of um, Sonya Deville ruining uh, the once in a life, once in a year spectacle of Naomi saving herself to get back into the Royal Rumble. I didn't like the fact that Sonya Deville interfered, and I can't wait till that feud is over. I thought it was over on SmackDown, but no, 
I think this feud is going to continue all the way to WrestleMania with like career versus job on the line storyline. I believe that could be a thing at WrestleMania. Um, you got that going. Um, and also the winner. Look, I'm not going to lie. No Alexa Bliss. No Io no Shirai for number 30. No, no, no Asuka. No Asuka. Even though Asuka is battling some injuries and getting teeth work done. So I, I figured Asuka wouldn't be there. But, yep, and you had to show her. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Now, look, I don't hate Ronda, guys. I don't hate Ronda. But I do have a little bit of a pet peeve with Ronda. Okay. Because here's the thing. Two years ago, WrestleMania 35, right? It's WrestleMania 38. So two and a half years ago, Ronda is in a triple threat match. She's the she's the Raw Women's Champion. She gets pinned by Becky Lynch, even though the match should have ended in, in submission. Because all three women were submission specialists, as WWE was uh, very booking to that. But we don't see Ronda for two and a half years. And then you see Ronda going on TMZ, like making a video saying that all saying all these uh, terrible things about WB fans, about the fans, about the wrestlers in general. And I'm like, oh my God, if that be the case, F you Rhonda. I thought Rhonda was done. I thought it was just a one year thing and she was done. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't didn't know, which what but what I didn't know behind the scenes Vince was still paying Rhonda because Rhonda wanted to take some time off so she could be a mommy. And that's cool. But where was Rhonda for WrestleMania 36? Where was Rhonda for WrestleMania 37? She It's not like she had baby after baby. No, this is her first child. So she's basically getting paid dang near to sit at home while talking trash about the wrestling fan and the wrestlers. And when she came out at the Rumble and everybody popped and popped that she won the thing, I'm like, hey, wrestling fans, isn't this a little bit hypocritical that you are cheering the one woman who called us, you know, gullible, this and that, we believe everything, smarts, all of that, all of that. And this is who you cheer and this is who you're happy that won the Rumble? Who's the big hypocrite wrestling fans? Because I'm sorry. And and, and and also, she won. She's challenging Charlotte. Thank Even though, personally, I think WWE is going to change it. Because let's be real. Not a lot of people. There's a lot of fans like myself that probably, you know, think there's a certain other person that needs to be involved in this match. Because to be honest, if Ronda was not there, Sasha should have won the Rumble if Ronda was not going to be there. But when that got word off a of Bleach Report, you can't, I didn't want to believe that Ronda was going to show up, but she did and she won the thing. And now we get we get Corella de Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. And I'm not a big fan of Charlotte Flair either. I think she's annoying. But <laughs> but let me say this. But let me say this about, about it. I think they're going to do the WrestleMania 35 treatment. I'm not going to say they're going to do Becky Lynch versus I thought they were going to, they could, but, but thank God they're not because Mm -hmm. there's a certain other person that Becky Lynch is going to face at WrestleMania. But I think 
because fans are fans already are crapping on it. They don't want to see Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah, I don't either. I don't yeah, want to see it either because we've already seen it at Survivor Series. So exactly. you have to add the one woman who a has been with WWE, has put up with their crap. She's zero seven at WrestleMania. She needs a big, big win at WrestleMania. I think you need to pour, put the plug in and put Sasha Banks in this match because Sasha will save this match. Have Sasha win the thing. If you don't want her to pin Ronda so you can keep Ronda, whatever the heck you want to keep Ronda to, to be, that's fine. Have her pin Charlotte, the one woman that Sasha always had issues with. So I believe around WrestleMania time, I hope they don't do it at Elimination Chamber. If they do, I'm going to scream. Please, Vince, if you have a brain. Please, Bruce Pritchard, if you have a brain, put Sasha in this match. And I bet you nine times out of ten, everybody will be more interested just to see Sasha win. If you have Charlotte win, fans are going to get mad. If you have Ronda win, fans are definitely going to get mad. So just ask Sasha, have Sasha win, boom. Now the men's. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. No, no, I'm just going to say something real quick because I'm loving everything you're saying. Though I thought, I thought Becky, excuse me, I thought Ronda was going to uh, take on Becky for the Raw Women's Championship instead of Charlotte. Like you said, we seen Charlotte versus Ronda before at Survivor Series that ended in a DQ. That was that. Now we hear now. I, I mean, it, it, rightfully so, but I understand it, it seems like WWE is trying to right their wrong and backtrack with having Bianca take on uh, Becky at WrestleMania Becky. if, you know, Bianca wins, which I believe she will, at Elimination Chamber, you know, and take on Bianca. But, you know, this match right here, uh, you know, and then, like you said, it, it, it's, it, it, makes right, it makes sense for shots. It makes sense for Sasha Banks to uh, bring herself into the situation because uh, Charlotte said, you know what, like, who I'm going to take on at WrestleMania, you know? I mean, Ronda won it, you know, like, so I choose Sasha, you know? So Sasha, she got to come out on SmackDown and be like, hold on, wait a minute, like, I deserve something, you know, here. Like, but hey. As long as they don't do it for Elimination Chamber, I'm fine. But I have this funny feeling that they will. Uh, I love Naomi to death, but I don't see Naomi beating Charlotte. I don't yeah. see it. But, but, but um, Charlotte just said it would be nice. To, yeah, she said she wanted to work with her and have a program with her, though. But, you know, I mean, I think it's way overdue for Naomi. So It is. It's way overdue. Or shoot, might as well. Why not? Why don't you add... Um, Sasha, but then Naomi said you, you do this Daniel Bryan storyline with uh with Naomi, make it a fatal four-way, having Naomi win it. Either way, I would love for Sasha to have a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, it's really 0-7? Really? Big show? You're treating her like the big show. Big show was like what Owen yeah. in infinity until he finally won at WrestleMania against Cody Rhodes of all freaking people. I was just about to say that though. <laughs> and and nothing, no shade against Cody. Well, back then, I don't have shade. I, I don't hate Cody, guys. But yeah, and then, but yeah, but then we get to the Mets. Oh my God, what what the heck was this supposed to be? Okay, the Mets. Please explain to me. I mean, this was this Bad was Bunny 
when when you have Bad Bunny and Shane McMahon and the returning Drew McIntyre as your biggest surprises in this Rumble, you have serious problems with your booking. And I got to give it to Shane McMahon, even though he had the, to quote McFoley, the testicular fortitude to stand up to his father. I got to give him that because nobody wanted to see. Please put it up. Nobody wanted to see that. <laughs> nobody wanted to see that. And if you do, more power to you. But ask yourself. Ever yeah. since Brock has has become has come back, I mean, granted, they have given him a personality, which is um, cowboy ish, childish cowboy, which is. Eh. But let me. But let look at Brock's design here, okay? This Brock's design, that ponytail has to go. <laughs> you don't like? The, you're not a fan of the ponytail? Heck no. The ponytail's terrible. It is awful. In fact, and this is too, Brock has been shoved down our faces more than John Cena's ever been. And for all of you people Ooh. out here that say John Cena was shoved down our throats, he was if you go from retrospect. But in my opinion, Brock has been, ever since Brock's been back, Vince uses Brock for everything. And I'm like, and it's real. And, John Moxley said it best. You use you pay Brock millions of dollars. It's really killing your company. Brock is one of those people, and I know a lot of people are gonna come like Brock's not killing the company. Are you sure about that? And it's not on Brock itself. It's on Vince. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see Brock main event another freaking WrestleMania. I don't want to see Brock win another title at WrestleMania. I don't want to see champion. Versus champion at WrestleMania. By the way, spoiler alert: Brock is winning that Elimination Chamber. No, really, really, like a lot he of people. Is. A lot of people keep he saying is. that. I just don't. I just don't see. You know, why would he win? I understand. Yes, that's Brock Lesnar. He's the beast. But I don't see him literally winning. I mean, after what you did at the Royal Rumble with Brock, Les I mean, with Bobby Lashley, and now he's a two-time. WWE champion and everything you're doing with the Almighty, he loses the title right back to Bobby to go on to a matchup between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, which don't need a title at all. It's just the simple fact that Roman Reigns has held the title for over 500 and something days, though. Like, it doesn't need it to be unified. It's just another way of WWE doing sloppy booking and doing sloppy stuff to say, you know what? Okay, Bobby, we don't have shit to do for you at WrestleMania. We just going to take the title off of you and put it with this match. Kind of what they did with Oscar a couple of years ago when Oscar was the women's champion and they took the title off of her uh, and put it on Charlotte to have that matchup between Charlotte, Ronda, and... Uh, oh, God. You you're know, bringing back bad memories. You know, that's the same thing they did with that. You know, like, you don't need to. I think it should stay right on Bobby. And, you know, he have a feud on his own. Like, last year he had a, a championship matchup with Drew. This year, if he's WWE champion now, he should have another championship matchup. You know? And but, here's the, but, here's the, but here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with this. Number one, it's in the Elimination Chamber match. So he, there is like what? Uh, there's six of them. So 
he has like what um eh, I'm not I'm not good with uh the math right now, but he has like a one of six chance to retain that belt. But here's the problem with this. Brock Lesnar. It's Brock. Shoot, you know what? I'm gonna make it another spoiler for you. I wouldn't be surprised if the main event was Goldberg versus Ro- Goldberg versus Roman. And Roman Reigns got screwed by Brock, and we get Goldberg versus Brock at freaking WrestleMania until Roman Ew. somehow. D- this is WWE. They love to. Ew. They, I know, I know. <laughs> they, they, they overbook everything that they do. And I always used to give this. I always give this company the benefit of the doubt. But this WrestleMania, I am nervous as. H-E double hockey sticks over. I am nervous about it. I think it's going to suck. Go back to um to, to, to Roman and, and, and Brock because I got a lot to say with that. Because Brock, Brock and Ro- Vince, Brock is not. you. He, oh, my God. And people say, we want something new. We want something new. Get it. I get it. I get it. At day one or whatever it was, the, the heel turn between Paul Heyman Brock should have happened at day one. I get that. Do you want to know the original plan? I think you know this. The original plan of the Royal Rumble was to have the following people. This is where Shane McMahon got in trouble, even though sometimes people are, some of the people are saying that the Rumble was, he wanted the Rumble to be based off of him. If that's true, Shane McMahon, seriously, dude, you're not the same Shane O'Mac. But a lot of people, the following people were supposed to win the Rumble. Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. There was nothing wrong with those three right there. Now, AJ versus Bobby, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I would love for AJ to get, um, before he decides to leave WWE and retire or go to AEW or what have you, let him have one more big run with the championship. Shoot, a lot of people wanted Big E to win the Rumble, but let me tell you something right now. Mm -hmm. Big E, Vince does not, Vince, Vince, Vince doesn't care. Vince does not care. Big Big E. Big Big E, that's another conversation for another day. But Big E would have been cool. Riddle, I ain't going to lie. Riddle versus Bobby, I wouldn't mind seeing. I would love for Riddle to be champion. Personally, I'd rather see Riddle versus Brock than Roman versus Brock. Mm. Um, But, yeah, um, as for Roman Reigns is concerned, I love Roman Reigns. Ever since he's been back, Roman has been killing it. Personally, in my opinion, I think Roman is should have been Wrestling Observer's Wrestler of the Year other than Omega. I'm just saying because I think the bloodline was more, storyline was better than Omega's title reign as AEW World Champion. Say what you will. I love Omega, don't get me wrong, but I think it was Roman's year. And it, it really showed. And... Mm-hmm. If they unify these belts, you better have Roman win. If they unify the belts, Roman better win. If Brock wins, so once again, you haven't learned anything from what? When was the one when Cena got suplexed to Bejesus and back? 15? Yeah, 2016, SummerSlam. Yep, so 15, 14, 15, 16, one of those years. So you haven't learned your lesson, and now we have a part-timer. Oh, yeah, by the way, Ronda 2, part-timers, winning the Royal Rumble 
actually no, a part-timer wins the men's Royal Rumble, and a person who was MIA for two and a half years wins the Royal Rumble. That's a big middle finger to every single wrestling fan out there. I would have not mind for the women for Bianca to do it back to back. Let her be the first woman to go back to back. Sean did it back to back. Why not Bianca? Austin did it back to back. Hogan did it back to back. <laughs> Come on, help me, help, help me, help me to help y'all, WWE. Yeah, man, you are so right about that, man. God, so right about that. God, uh, this company gives me a headache. I'm, I already got a headache now. I didn't, I didn't even think of Ronda Rousey, and man, you you make a so good point that when she was off, you know, doing what she was doing, talking her smack about wrestling fans, saying what she's saying, like. And then for her to come in at number 30, like what happened to, like what happened, like we said, what happened to Bailey, what happened to Oscar, what happened to Charlotte? I mean Sasha, you know, oh, speaking wins, of you know, speaking of Bailey, she she threw shade. She threw shade at WWE. Did you see her uh, Twitter or Instagram when she posted? No. She posted with Rhonda winning the rumble. She just grabbed her little puppy, had her uh, drink, and just sipped on the tea. Hmm. Like yeah, um, yeah, ba yeah, Bailey. I'm so glad you weren't in this catastrophe of of the of bullcrap because I would have been mad for you. Mm -hmm. Oh right, god, man. but 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 you can but you continue. I'm sorry, I just <laughs> didn't mean to rant like this. But the Rumble, I think this is probably one of the worst. Oh god, both Royal Rumble matches. You know what? Everybody said the one that Roman Reigns won was the worst Royal Rumble. I beg to differ. No. I still say Royal Rumble, the one that Batista won, I thought that was the worst. Mm -hmm. This this 2022 might have took the taco. It took the whole dang pie. Mm. So congratulations, yeah, 2013. You're not the worst Rumble, in my opinion, anymore. That honor goes to 2022. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, this has been... this. That was a crazy Royal Rumble in, in itself, man. Like besides the only like that was the only story uh between the Roman Reigns, you know, and the whole switch up thing that to me was really exciting. Other than that, I just felt like the Royal Rumble men's Royal Rumble was a mid-card Royal Rumble. You know, it was, it was a bunch of mid-carders. It wasn't no legends, no top stars that was in it really. And like you said, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, and you know, to hearing what, you know, happened with Shane McMahon for him trying to win it himself, you know, and him getting quietly, you know, released and stuff. Look at uh, some unpredictable. We, we, in WWE, they need some unpredictability. I think a lot of it is just too pre too predictable. Elimination Chamber is very predictable. <laughs> too I'm predictable. sorry. Too Brock's winning it, man. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but he's winning it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope not, but yeah, they they need to switch it up with the uh with the unpredictability. Now, yeah, Shane McMahon and Brock Lesnar, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. But the 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 moment of the unpredictability when it comes up, it just be like, oh shit, can can it happen? Can it not? You know, I think that's where it happened. But WWE just shoots itself in the foot all the time, so I don't know. Like, how many uh more uh toes are you gonna have until you just realize? Oh, I gotta get the limit. Ah! And I fall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> come on, come on. Oh yeah. my god, elimination chamber. Oh my god. Like 
And here's the thing, All-Star Weekend's there. And unfortunately, I will be doing the Elimination Chamber and be doing All-Star Saturday night. So, so stay, you, can, you guys can stay tuned for, for that. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's going to be a, a stressful day of streaming. <laughs> stressful day. Because you get, you get WWE stress, and then you get mad for NBA stress because some people deserve a 50 so dunk contest but anyway other than that i mean eh, um when it comes down to it, elimination chamber the predictability is bad i didn't also like the fact that seth rollins is in this elimination chamber because i'm gonna tell you right now so seth who gets demolished destroyed by roman reigns oh i'm in the elimination chamber now because everybody loved my performance what and kevin owens had to fight for his and lose mind you mm -hmm. i get it's a part of a storyline but that's pretty lazy uh, how, you know what how about this let's let's you know let's make it a party let, let mal Gooley fix this okay number one seth is not in it kevin owens takes seth's spot if you want austin theory in there have austin theory in there Person, uh, yeah. Have, can you show the elimination chamber? Um, yeah, the elimination chamber. Because like, who all who's in it? Because I need to see see something. Because there are some people that don't belong. Now, Matt Riddle, I, I love you, Matt. I love you, Matt. I do. But you are in this big thing with Randy right now. I have to take Matt Riddle out. I'm taking Seth and Riddle out. So who am I replacing them with? Kevin Owens will take Seth Rollins' spot. Okay. okay. Who's taking Matt Riddle's spot? You can make the argument for either Omos or you can make the argument for, you know what? I'll make it even better. I'll make this a little bit even better. Take Bobby and Brock out. We're taking four people out. We're taking Bobby out. We're taking Brock out. We're taking Seth out. And we're taking Riddle out. Okay. So you got AJ, that's a good start. You have Austin Theory, that's a good start. Replacing Bobby, the United States champion, Damian Priest. Damian Priest should be in this elimination chamber, to be honest with you. He deserves it. The four uh who's replacing Brock? Kevin Owens. Um, who's replacing uh Seth? We are uh, we already said uh, replacing Seth is Kevin Owens. Replacing Brock Omas. And the sixth and final member who's replacing Matt Riddle, Finn Balor. Mm. If I was to book this, first things first, I would have the, instead of Riddle, you know, I have uh, Finn, but here's the thing I would have Finn as a mystery. So I would have Austin Theory start off this uh, match. I would have Finn Balor come in, but not original Finn. I would have Finn go demon Finn or unknown type of Finn. It's like a or a matter of fact, gunslinger Finn. And he has like a new he has new Titantron, uh, where it's like a bullet, but it says um theory on there. And Finn beats the crap out of of Austin Theory. Beats the living crap out of him. And not to try to bury the kid, but um, 
who's next in the chamber? Uh, let's put uh, the United States champion in there. Um, then the the last person that I would put in there who would come out last would probably be Omos. And Omos, and I know a lot of people are going to hate, some people might hate this, some people might love it. I would have Omos destroy everybody. He eliminates Kevin Owens. He, he Kevin Owens is the first one eliminated in the match. Um, he eliminates um, Finn Balor, thanks to the help of Austin Theory with his little knee. Um, he eliminates Austin Theory after Austin Theory tries to take a selfie with the fallen Finn Balor, but Omos crushes his cell phone. Okay. <laughs> and he destroys Austin Theory. Um, who else? Uh, the one person that will give him a fight would be um, Damian Priest. And no, we're not going to do like how they did him in the Royal Rumble. Uh, it looks like um, Damian Priest is going to do it, but no, Omos destroys everybody until it's between him and AJ Styles. AJ does everything. Omos, AJ does everything that he can. And you know what? I here's the finished spot. Like AJ goes outside the ring, and he basically uh, let's say uh, mm, uh, fire signature, fire signature to the eyes of Omos. Omos can't see. Omos gets hit in the in the knee with the uh, with the fire signature. Get hits in the sternum with the fire signature. He's down. AJ trying to find something big to keep him down. So AJ looks at the top of the chamber pod, climbs the chamber. Goes all the way up to the chamber pod, takes down, takes off his elbow pad, and a super phenomenal forearm on Omos. One, two, three. AJ wins. AJ's the number one contender for Bobby Lash for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean for Goldberg and Bobby? That's a one-on-one confrontation. Um, Roman and Goldberg still continues. As planned, that will probably be af- that will probably be afterwards. Actually, no, no. Roman and Goldberg, no. I would not have Roman and Goldberg. I would have actually no. You can have Roman and Goldberg, but you can add Seth Rollins into this match. Hmm. Okay. And it look and it looks like I ain't gonna lie. I would have the match at least fifteen minutes. Like have Roman and Seth destroy Brock, uh, uh, destroy Goldberg. So like Goldberg takes like a five, two to three minute rest, basically. He's wrecking crap because he's Goldberg, because Goldberg can wreck. We all know this. Goldberg is a wreck. He's a he's a wreck. He's a wrecking machine. He's a powerhouse. Yeah. Okay. And it looks like Seth Rollins is going to win. Um, because the Usos are out. The Usos are out there trying to help Roman Reigns. That's normal. And Kevin Owens, you know, evens the odds. He takes out the they take out the Usos, both Seth and KO. And Seth has a big smile on his face. He hugs Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens hugs Seth Rollins back, and then Stunner by Kevin Owens. And a pop-up power bomb on not on the apron, but on the steel steps. Kevin Owens literally just um leaves Seth Rollins a Damn, they're a crippled mess. And Roman Reigns looks around after Goldberg is put through an announcer's table. 
Roman looks at um, what Kevin Owens did, grabs a broken Seth, um, tells um, the Usos to pick up, to pick Seth up, spear, one, two, three, Roman Reigns retains the belt. So, yeah, you get Kevin Owens. Now, the match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is pitched for Mania. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles gets to face either Bobby Lashley or Brock, and yes, I would have Bobby retain with the help of Roman Reigns to do it again <laughs> with the Usos and Roman Reigns this time. It takes, let's just say, because because remember, Brock's a powerhouse, so um, I know fans are going to hate, like, it's just the Royal Rumble all over again. Well, it solidifies the fact of having... Bobby Lashley, he can't beat Goldberg. I mean, not Goldberg. Bobby Lashley can't beat Brock Lesnar without some outside interference bullcrap. So, boom. Bobby Bobby retains. Bobby takes on AJ at uh, WrestleMania. So, you got Bobby versus AJ. You got Roman versus um, Roman Reigns versus um, Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. And for the women's elimination chamber, Bianca Belair versus um, versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title. Sasha Banks um, and Ronda Rousey go at it one on one. Number one contenders match. Sa- uh, um, Sasha looks like she's about to win, but Charlotte literally decks Ronda, so screwing Sasha out of the uh, match. But let's say on SmackDown, it becomes a triple threat. So you got that triple threat match. The yeah. Usos take on not the New Day. The Usos <laughs> face off against the no. Uh, the the Usos face off against the new and the new uh, talent that comes from NXT, MSK. Hmm. So you got that Raw tag team titles. Um, I'm gonna do. Let's just say, uh, we'll do the New Day versus the Alpha Academy. Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle. And I'm going to do do this one, too, because I think this will be pretty interesting. Dolph Ziggler versus um, Damian Priest versus Tommaso Ciampa mm, for the okay. U.S. title at Mania. Intercontinental Championship, let's do, because mm, I think this would be very interesting. Finn Balor gets traded to SmackDown. Finn Balor. So if he's injured, six man ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Big E, King Woods, um, Happy Corbin, Drew McIntyre. And I would probably have Drew McIntyre win the Intercontinental title. Hey, man, look at it. I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it with the fantasy booking. I can sit back and just <laughs> listen to it all day long, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it for real. My goalie, man, I appreciate you joining me here on the 1130 podcast. We can do more of this, you know, anytime, every day of the week, all day long, man. But you guys, man, this has been an awesome show of Talk Pro Wrestling. Chat it up about the Royal Rumble, what took place on AEW, and, you know, everything to come. It's WrestleMania season. My goalie, before you go, um, tell my listeners, man, when they can uh, catch your channel, when they can catch some new episodes of you doing play by play and more. Well, um, 
You can follow me on Twitter at Malgooly. You can follow me on Instagram at Malgooly if you want to spell it. It's M-A-L-C-G-O-O-L-I-E. Um, on the on the channel as of late, um, for all you Madden boys out there, Gooley got his hands full with Madden, but I'm doing a Madden series on my Chicago Bears. We are on probably the ninth episode. Um, we are going to be facing the Pittsburgh Steelers next. Hopefully we can win that game because the Steelers are 1-6 in that franchise mode. Don't know how, don't know why, don't care. They're 1-6. They have the worst defense in that uh, franchise, apparently. So there's the Bears. <laughs> there's the Bears franchise I normally do. Um, Dragon Gate is another um, streaming video game with wrestling I normally do. Um, it's basically Fire Pro Wrestling World, but Fire Promoter. Um, every Wednesday, I do AEW Dynamite with my co-host Mitch. Shout out to him from the Spotlight Sports Network and Spotlight Sports Network streams where you can find us on where we do play-by-play -play and commentary for every single game and every single wrestling event there. Uh, Friday is um, the Ruthless Attitude podcast where we just talk about all wrestling that happened out from last week to this week to get you all caught up. And... That is basically, and, and, and occasionally some Bulls games, if I'm able to watch it on where I'm at. So, there that too. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on with the Mount Gulia channel. So, I hope to see you there. Hope you all subscribe there. And it would greatly, I would greatly appreciate it because we are on the road to 2000. So, yes, there is that. So, um, yes. Okay. Can't wait to see you there, and we can chat all we want. <laughs> hey, you got it. You got it. For everyone who's listening, man, for everyone watching, the links will be down below to my guy, my Gooley, uh YouTube channel, his sports channel, and everything. You guys, for real, click the links down below. Make sure you subscribe and follow my Gooley, man. Yo, this was an awesome time. You know you're welcome here anytime, uh, bro. Chat some pro wrestling. Um, we're going to chat it up in just a little bit uh, before, uh, after the show. We're going to chat it up in just a little bit. Uh, but you guys, man, once again, like I said, it's been a dope show. I thank everyone for tuning in to the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling this week. I'll see you guys next week and also this Wednesday on EB Radio and YouTube, as you can see down at the ticker below. Um, you know what time it is, man. Don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow the 1130 Podcast on Twitter at the 1130 Podcast. Like the 1130 Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe. Yes, yeah, subscribe to the 1130 Podcast on YouTube. And also, get you some merch, you guys. Click the link in the 1130 Podcast bio on Instagram at the 1130 Podcast Instagram page. And, uh, yo, once again, this has been an amazing show. Uh, it's the weekend. I hope you guys stay safe, stay blessed. Give all the glory to God. Once again, subscribe to the MacBooley YouTube channel. Get all your updates and stay tuned, man, for real. It's been another banger. I hope you guys stay safe. Enjoy wrestling. See you guys next week, man, for real. For MacBooley, Dre. Yo, and I'm out. Peace.